We're still in the book of Colossians, chapter 1, and verse 18. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. We've looked at Jesus Christ in many ways, that he is the maker of all things, he's the ruler of all things, uh, he qualifies us, and we've looked at the fact that all things consist in him, and he has delivered us from the power of darkness, conveyed us into his kingdom. This Jesus is also called the head of the church. The church is the body of Christ. And this is a phrase that we use to include everybody who has been saved through grace in Christ Jesus. The body of Christ is mainly in two parts. The head of the body and the members of the body. The head of the body is Christ and the members are Christians everywhere. So when the Bible talks about the body of Christ, it's not just talking about a small group of believers. Yes, they are an expression of the body of Christ, but it's talking about the entirety of the Christian world, which has no limitation to race, it has no limitation to language or tongue, it has no limitation to geographical areas, from the North Pole to the South Pole, through all continents and islands, wherever a person believes Jesus Christ as Lord, that person is a member of the body of Christ. And Christ is the head of that body. And a few implications from that. The first is that the head is always above the body. If Christ is the head of the church, he is above the church. The Bible says that he has preeminence. So although he's the head and we're the body, we're not on the same level. He's above. He has the preeminence. So that's the first thing. If we're going to live well with the head, we have to know that he has the preeminence. The second is that the head instructs the body. The head instructs the body. This shows Christ as a source of wisdom and knowledge for the body of Christ. When we are in him, we learn from him. Yes, we may have all kinds of knowledge, some academic, some cultural, some traditional, but we must subject all knowledge to the knowledge of Christ because he's the head and he instructs the body. We have to come to the point where we see all knowledge subject to the knowledge of Christ. Paul, the apostle says that I may know him and the excellence of the knowledge of Christ. He wanted to count all things as done that he may attain to the excellence of the knowledge of Christ. That is what it means when Christ is the head. He instructs the body. Thirdly, he is Lord of the body. That simply means he's the owner of the body. The church belongs to Jesus. I know that sometimes God uses different people to found a church, to start a church movement, to start some Christian organization. Yes, they're being used by the Lord. But the owner of the church is Jesus Christ. The owner of the flock is Jesus Christ. The owner of the people is Jesus Christ. No pastor, no bishop, no pope owns the church. We only manage it and lead it under the instruction of the owner of the church. Jesus is the Lord of his body. And fourth and final, the head uses the body. This shows that he can use us to do what he wants us to do. He uses us to fulfill his will. We are his 
leg and his feet. We are his arm and his leg. And when we are in the body of Christ, the head can use us. And I pray that God will use you and use you tremendously in his service. And may, may you allow him to use you. May you offer yourself for him to use. Are you ready for him to use you in this body? Let's pray. Say with me, Heavenly Father. Thank you for making me a part of the body of Christ. I submit all to you, the head of the church, in Jesus' name, amen. My friend, let Christ be the head, and he'll take you places that will amaze you. I'm Pastor Mesa Otabel. Shalom, peace, and life to you.